0: The Negative Nancys! Hello and welcome to another episode of Let's Bitch with the Negative Nancys! My name is Roy Walker and I'm joined at the adult table today with my fellow Nancys, Primo Thomas, Matt DeVita, and guest Nancy, Preston Williams. With us as always is Junior Nancy and what Twister from Rocket Power would look like if he came real! (laughs) Tyler Cleary. (laughs) Today we will be discussing backstage etiquette as we record from five separate locations with fine adult beverages. So grab your dick and double click because the internet is for bitching. (laughs) Nice, (laughs) there you go. Beautiful, beautiful. Uh, Yeah, a little Avenue Q in there. All right, today we are joined with a fantastic actor, whale fact expert, and dear friend Preston Williams. But before we get into that, let's examine our drinks. Leading off with our guest, Preston, whale, are you drinking?
1: (laughs) Ha ha ha! Oh, well, I'm, uh, I've am i got a, an assortment of drinks here, starting off with Jameson right out the fucking bottle, uh, because I uh, sort of was running out, but I have a fair amount of Irish whiskey and then a couple ciders in case I run out of Irish whiskey.
0: You're covered. Which I will.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm
0: fucking covered. <laughs> Hell yeah, buddy. Prem, what are you drinking?
2: I am drinking a half and half today, so
3: it is um, half.
2: Guinness and half Irish ale. i so pressing them right there with
0: you, my friend. Nice,
1: beautiful. Nice.
3: Matthew, I am sipping on a uh, Cardu Gold Reserve Scotch whiskey.
0: Mm. Ooh. That a boy, Tyler. I am
4: drinking ginger ale with ginger brandy.
0: Hey, wow, Why that do you sounds do that. That's actually the best one. I can't bitch. I was going to say,
4: that's the best one you've had so
1: far. I was going to be an asshole, but... (laughs) Good for you.
2: It doesn't sound good, but it's better than what you've been drinking. Fair enough. Uh, I made
0: myself a classic uh, Long Island iced tea with all the correct ingredients, including freshly squeezed lemon, which I did myself. Um, Not to brag, but it does taste pretty fucking good.
1: Not to Probably. brag, but also to brag. <laughs> also to brag. Um,
0: so Preston, can you explain to our listeners who you are, what you do, who you do, how you like it.
2: Yeah. How well, do you
1: like it? Not the last how part, do so. you like it? We want to know. <laughs> it's part of the show. Mostly for after uh, the podcast. I like it emotional. Mm. Anyway, uh, <laughs> <laughs> lots of crying. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, lots of Kleenex. If
1: there's no tears, then I'm I'm not uh Anyway,
0: uh, <laughs> plenty of shame
1: on my part. Anyway, so I'm an uh, I'm an actor in the Buffalo area. I do uh, lots of uh, you know musical theater and children's theater and bullshit like that. Uh, and then I also uh, am active on Twitter because no one else will listen to me. Uh, <laughs> but I do jokes at Press Division and at A Whale Fact. And Whale Fact was sort of the my claim to fame right now, I suppose. How many followers do you have? One hundred and seventy-one thousand. Oh, shit. Mm, oh, damn shit. Boy. Damn. Yeah, yeah, so that's that's been fun. <laughs> fun fact, I
2: was there the day Preston's fame skyrocketed.
1: Yes, yes, he was. I was yes, there for was. the first tweet. <laughs> yes, he was. So was I, buddy. Was... <laughs> what was that first tweet again? Uh, the tweet from my account, <laughs> a whale fact, was just, whales are pretty fucking big. <laughs> and, <then> it... <laughs> and that was it. That was the first and only tweet. And he's never looked back. Yeah, 314,000 likes <laughs> And I got uh, I got 62,000 followers In a weekend From 0 to 62,000 So yeah which is like why. The- I have a whale tattoo on my arm now So I commemorated it It is least.
3: fucking gorgeous <laughs> Funny enough he got in the day before John McCain died so like Twitter was pretty like <laughs> It's true. Nothing it's was true. really talking about Stable. anything terribly important at the moment. I know it was also before a pandemic.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, right. literally got in at the sweet spot. The before man.
0: times. The before times. Yeah, man.
1: Yeah, man. There was there, but there was also like there was just a lot of a lot of uh uh people becoming more and more afraid of the current state of our country yeah. at that time. So I thought it was just uh, I got really lucky because I didn't mean to like go viral or anything. It just did. So it was just fun. Yeah. It, I think it was just something that I didn't know was needed and then was. And so I've tried to like be sort of a positive force through it, either encouraging or an asshole to people that I think should be publicly cool, man. being assholes, too. You know what I'm trying to say here. <laughs> asshole. Reamed? Yes. Yeah, reamed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Reamed. Yeah, reamed. That need to be reamed.
3: And also, uh, Preston, you have a uh, merch line that I believe you uh, gave percentage of the profits to a certain foundation, yeah?
1: That's true. That's true. Uh, I work with a uh, a whale and dolphin conservation aid, uh, organization out of London, England. Uh, WDC. They are actually called Whale and Dolphin Conservation. Um, they're awesome. They do work all over all over the world to uh, help our oceans and to help whales specifically, and dolphins and manatees and other aquatic life. Yeah, man. But yeah, I do have... Uh... You look good when you flex. Thanks, man. <laughs> uh, hey, this is important shit. That's Save That's only those whales. because this is an audio podcast. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> Primo, you had a first question? When we approached Preston about coming on the pod, he immediately was like, dude, I just want to bitch about fucking backstage etiquette because it's something that really bothers me. And I think every single person, all five of us, could really touch on that. <laughs> yeah, um,
4: absolutely.
2: <laughs> so I kind of... Today I guess is more of conversation than it is questions, but <clears throat> I really want to go starting with Preston. What your worst backstage etiquette experience was oh, from fuck. your perspective, and then we'll Solid jump around.
1: Oh
3: fuck! Oh god!
0: Oh, fuck. <laughs> Gotta go in worst hot one. man.
3: I can lead off if you guys want. There are so many. I know.
1: Okay, I think I think I know. I, I'm actually it's pretty it's pretty clear because it wasn't backstage; it was on stage. Oh uh, yes. But it was like after the show. So I was going like, to change
0: the title of the podcast. Great. Yeah. Well, <laughs> fuck you.
1: <laughs> okay. I've got a couple injury stories that yeah. are because of people uh, not listening to me. That one's backstage. Goodness
0: gracious. Yeah, do it up. Just rip it, man. Just rip it. Okay.
1: Okay. Uh, one of my things that really, really bothers me is when uh, your ASMs are not uh, listening To you, well, I was working backstage, I wasn't as an actor at this point, so I guess this is a uh, bad story to tell anyway. (laughs) Um, but it was just it wasn't a case of like, um, it was just a case of one person having a bad uh attitude and slacking on their work because of that, and it ended up getting somebody seriously injured. Um, hmm. and so it's basically we had a show. Uh, where the fly system was actually in the light, a lighting rail was in um, and then an actor had to go under it. And there was sort of a a jagged piece of metal sticking out on the pole, which I noticed the first time we flew it in because I was, I mean, I was on the fly system like right next to it. So I pointed that out to our ASM. Unfortunately, that uh, uh, particular person was not exactly- Helpful. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I guess never passed the message along, I don't know. So every single night during the show, Whenever that actor went under there, I put my hand over that piece of metal. Because I was like, somebody's going to hit their freaking forehead. It's like right where they're going under. It's terrifying. And then one show, I was busy doing a fly. I don't remember why I couldn't be there. But that wasn't my job. That was just something that I was doing. Um, That wasn't something somebody assigned to me to do. That was because nobody had taken care of this thing that I'd asked for like three or four times already. So the one time I wasn't there, our actor, who happened to be the lead of the show, was going under and... Just hit his forehead and eyebrow, and it was like a four-inch gash. We had to Holy stop the rest shit. of the show. He had to go oh, to the hospital, and,
0: like uh, damn, bro,
1: uh, stitches and everything. So it was, it was, it was not. It wasn't good, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it was just like my biggest peeve that I'm talking about is negligence for safety. Oh my god, yeah, um, which is not really where I was trying to go with it. But that, I mean, but obviously, is the moral of that story. You can't let your freaking negative attitude be a detriment to others so much so that Well, oh, ever. But so much so that you're gonna get people hurt, like that kind of thing. That's like a brain injury <clears throat> re- re- waiting to happen. Like, oh right.
4: like, Jesus Christ! Could have been easily avoided too.
1: Yeah, exactly. So That's the problem. Avoided. As I pointed it out a hundred times. I guess one of my yeah. biggest peeves is,
2: um, and Matt and Roy can, and Tyler knows, is that like backstage respect. Um, yes. Oh yeah, between actors and crew. I am always yes. the person who's like, no one is better than anyone. You need the cast needs to respect the crew and the crew needs to respect the cast that's how we get along that's how we do good shows absolutely right. a story that i remember my junior year of college hey. you all might remember this story a certain <laughs> senior was in a certain physical theater show and was the lead of said physical theater show <laughs> and this actor's ego blew the fuck up <laughs> to the point that i believe it was during like a dress rehearsal or it might have been the run of the show i'm not really sure can't remember but her hair had fallen out on stage in the like in the middle of the show, and she was laying on the ground while like another scene was happening. And she like yeah whisper yells, which we talked about last episode, to the ASM who's <laughs> off stage and slaps her hand on the stage. And goes, Bobby pin. Throw me a fucking bobby pin. Whoa. And then what? she gets oh off my stage God. and she's like, when I ask for a fucking bobby pin, you give you give me a fucking bobby pin. Jesus.
1: Yeah, that's
4: an inflated ego right there.
2: Oh, yeah. I don't care who you unless you are Patty fucking Lapone. I don't care who you are. <laughs> Like, that kind of shit drives me
4: absolutely
2: bonkers.
1: You never. Patty would never.
0: Usually the people that are the professionals that are acting within their, like, even if you you do have a bit of an ego, there's a bit of a professionalism that is required to not react like that. A bit of
3: kindness.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
3: Because, like, here's the thing. You can have a big ego and, like, understand your talent and be really fucking good at what you do. But you can also not be a fucking dick about it.
0: Yeah, don't be a dick. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. It'd be hilarious if the ASM just held back, like you're a dick. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she did. She did.
1: An actor can be as talented as they want, but if I'm in charge of casting and like they're not gonna be good to work with <laughs> for any of those reasons, but like especially if you're trying to treat the crew as like less than an actor, they're like, oh okay, God. go out there without the crew. Good right. fucking luck. Yeah, dude. I hate actors that are like, you're here to support me as an actor. It's like, no, that's. We're here to collaborate together, put on a fucking show, because without the actors, the fucking tech can still put on a light show. Matt's put on a light show. It's fucking Hell awesome. Yeah. There are right. no actors. You guys don't fucking yeah. need us. We're <laughs> at your goddamn, If anything, the crew is more important than actors. Two-way Two um, street,
0: mutual respect, yeah, mutual support, and everybody. You need to work together as a team in order to get shit done. So it's these assholes that are part yeah. of this for some fucking reason that just yeah. don't understand that. It's um, ridiculous.
2: I revere the theater. Like I revere theater. I revere the space, Like yep. the actual theater is itself. It's Paul
0: Revere of oh, fucking yeah. art. Yes.
2: And, and it's just like when people disrespect that room, that room is supposed to be a place where everybody comes to express themselves and to be home and to be feel safe. So when people disrespect or act in a way that is disrespectful to the craft and to the space, to me, that's just like the ultimate disrespect. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You're right,
1: disrespecting right. Um, every other person that's working on the project oh my with God, you. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and the project itself one of my uh,
3: favorite <laughs> things is like because i mean i've now i professionally and like for my day job work as a techie um and i did a lot of performing like in town as well as uh in college but some of my favorites is like people don't understand when their mics go off and so they continue talking like as soon as they walk off stage. Oh Oh, my god, that pisses me off so much. That's
1: the sound guy. Oh my god, one
3: of my favorites and I don't remember where this fucking happened but it was like the lead in a show and she had just finished like a big number and she walked off stage and then she literally is just like that was the worst fucking thing I've ever done (laughs) and it was like still live on the audio (laughs) and I'm like I wow! No, I think that I didn't think that before. Oh my god!
0: There was a show I was watching uh, that Preston was yes, in, yes, I was and just it was not that off. long ago. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was not that long ago. Where um, I don't know who is running sound. I'll speak freely, and we'll just have a shitload of Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> you were in a show. Harvey Weinstein. At, oh, no. At, Harvey Weinstein. This wasn't you, by the way. It wasn't you. No, it wasn't you. <laughs> okay, I saw it, I. it twice. I love that show. But whoever's Thank learning you. sound, what the it fuck? It It's like, it was, dude, so it was bad. bad. Yeah, it like, you'd have actors coming on stage no sound actors leaving stage still sound big Uh, fucking problem. And I would know it was a bigger problem than just like, Oh, he messed up a couple little times. I saw the show twice. It happened in both shows frequently. And one of the situations was fucking Arianne who does not pull that shit. Yeah. Yeah. She does not talk when she goes off. She's very uh-huh. professional. Yeah. She ended a scene, and then we're like, I don't know. We're a few lines deep now in the next scene. Quite a few lines deep now. And yeah. she fucking, like, you were he- hearing her backstage talking. Oh my God. That's and this ridiculous. is at fucking Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fuck Tyler's story. Uh, we will be right back. <laughs>
3: Hey guys, Uh, this week in lieu of uh, paid promotional ads, Primo Roy and myself would like to take the time to shout out some agencies that really need donations right now. Um, One of the biggest agencies that needs a lot of help is the Red Cross. COVID-19 has caused worldwide panic and created a scarcity of resources. We have heard a lot about masks and gloves and toilet paper, but we really haven't heard a lot of people talking about the need of blood. Um, The Red Cross has had to cancel so many blood drives in order to keep their employees and our communities safe. This quote is directly from their website. We are working quickly to identify and replace blood drives cancelled due to workplace and school closures. Search for opportunities near you and check back often as we are continuously adding new donation opportunities. If you don't see available appointments near you or in the near future, please search 7 to 15 days out. The need for blood is constant and patients need your help. As you can see, the uh, situation isn't ideal, but if you are asking what you can do for your community right now, please consider donating blood. Go to the RedCrossBlood.org, uh, follow a few simple steps to find your nearest donation location, and give blood as soon as you can. Thank you for your consideration and helping your community. Now let's get back to it.
1: Wait, you wanted me to say like, welcome back? And we're like, and we're back. <laughs> all right, all right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whenever you're ready. Right now. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> and we're back. Fuck off, Tyler. Take it away, Roy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Fuck you, Tyler. I have a thousand backstage etiquette stories, but they're all just kind of like the same thing. It's all the same type of person that just doesn't doesn't get it. You just you just don't get it, Scotty. Do you? And <laughs> but I have a rigging story. Um, so I was working a show at um a disclosed place. I I just really want to get specific, but I don't want to keep playing this fucking Harvey Weinstein goddamn voiceover. <laughs> anyway, we had a dance company come in, like little kids, and we we had a mirror ball that was hanging from a batten, and during during the song, the mirror ball has a light, and the mirror ball spins, and mm. it's all it's all ra- it's all set up correctly. It was just rigged improperly. So, um, at this time. I was a hell of a lot smarter than the person I worked for, but the person I worked for had been there longer. Yeah. So this is a problem, too, is that you get the ego from the person who's been there forever and they feel like they're untouchable. This guy rigs up the mirror ball um, and says, like, oh, it's all ready to go, and I asked him if he had checked blah, 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 blah. blah. Like, all, all like, the basic standard theatrical rigging shit you would do. Not even theatrical, just, like, rigging in general, just to make sure it's properly... (laughs) done and he's just like oh yeah sure sure and he's just like oh that's bullshit you don't have to do that i'm like oh you kind of have to the first fucking show (laughs) mind you i'm newbie right now so i'm running backstage so i'm I'm pulling in pipes essentially i'm bringing this thing in they do their dance the little girls walk off the mirror ball goes out the mirror ball goes out the mirror ball falls to the ground
1: oh fuck
0: almost (sighs) crushed a fucking a third third grader my oh my god almost crushed yeah glass went fucking everywhere and then this asshole tells me sweep it up quick and we'll just and don't worry about it like over the headset and i was just like this isn't like a sweep it up quick man we have to take the legs out we need to like yeah
1: this is a like stop the show it's a (laughs) dance show
0: what yeah one little piece of glass in a girl's foot and you're fuck jesus christ yeah yeah I hate people. I hate oh people. Oh my God. That's, That's ridiculous. Sketchy, man. That's, ridiculous. That's probably the worst. First scare factor. Oh my God.
1: Yeah, fuck.
2: My, my dearest Kirsten asked me to bring something up that really pisses her off as a costumer personal hygiene. Oh my God.
1: Mm, mm-hmm. She's,
2: she is a, those of you who know her, she is like incredibly sensitive to smells. The makeup rooms at X always smell amazing. She like has the auto spray things and some people roll in to the makeup room and it doesn't matter what she does those people just stink and it's terrible it's like look man like fucking take a shower
3: straight <laughs> <Yeah>. up <laughs> like, oh my god like,
2: take a shower put some do on, think of everybody else because that smell then permeates the fucking room how do you not know and mm-hmm. the clothes
3: I don't get yeah. it. I don't get it. I've never like I always know if like I hadn't put deodorant on in the morning or something like that. Right. I'd fucking exactly. do it immediately. So how the fuck are you exactly. that unaware of how the fuck you smell? <laughs> it's either unaware or not yeah. caring.
1: Ugh. Yeah. And some people are like, oh, no, I just smell the way I smell. No. It's natural. I'm like, OK, but everyone fuck else has that. to deal with that, dude
3: right yeah maybe back in like fucking like the 1000s
1: like (laughs) even even
0: back to like the 20s but i'm sorry it's fucking
2: theater you're wearing (laughs) multiple layers under
1: hot lights like come on Yeah, seriously. And other people have
0: to wash those
4: fucking clothes. It is not (laughs) just on stage. I can attest to that one.
1: On stage, it's not as much of a problem because everyone smells like shit. (laughs) (laughs) But backstage, (laughs) figure your shit out.
0: Come in as like a fresh slate, you know, don't come in all stinky already. Like, that's what what the Lekos are for. Mm -hmm. Right. Oh, my God. Like, take a fucking
2: shower,
3: put some fucking deodorant on. Yeah, take a
1: fucking shower. Yep. I normally have to take a shower for my hair anyway. <laughs>
3: <laughs> One of my other huge pet peeves about people backstage is trying to figure out how to talk about this specific person without outing who the specific person is. So.
1: <laughs> I have a couple stories I've avoided because <laughs> well, of dude, that. <laughs> we have the
0: voiceover of Samuel L. Jackson, dude. Oh, yeah, that's
3: a good point. So I'm just going to say the name now so everyone's on the same page. Gotcha. It's Harvey Weinstein.
1: Ah! Oh, <laughs> fuck that guy. Almost every story oh I thought of for this was, was that. exactly <laughs> Was Harvey Weinstein himself. It's people who aren't fucking
3: spatially aware. Yeah. I was working on a show <laughs> at a time in my life, and basically we were trying to figure out how to bring me on because I was leading the show and I was not supposed to be like seen, and they weren't supposed to be aware of who I was. So without prompting or without Asking me, this person comes over and just fucking throws me over his shoulder and I'm like upside down and I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? He like throws out my back a little bit too because it was just so sudden I was not fucking prepared. And I'm like, I do not of want to be not. fucking put me down. Fucking put me down. He's like, no, 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 we're gonna try this. I'm like, no, put me the fuck down. And then the same production, uh, he is supposed to like point at something somewhere.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. There's
3: a person standing behind him. And he whips out his fucking arm like he's fucking karate chopping someone and literally hits this person in the trachea and bruises their throat (laughs) and they can't fucking speak for two
1: weeks. Fuck you, Tyler. Don't laugh. This is serious shit. (laughs) (laughs) Damn
0: it. Can I say that I also work with this uh, person at- Harvey Weinstein. It gets gets real fucking hot. And this guy,
3: oh my god,
0: stinks so
3: bad. It's
0: oh. ripe, right, dude. He's kind
3: of just a
2: safety hazard too. The way he just pushes shit around, it's like, dude, whoa, dude, he's a
0: danger to everyone.
3: There's one time we were yeah. doing lights, and we were doing, uh, we were uh, rigging shit with a lift at uh, X College.
1: X Men College.
3: At Harvey Weinstein. At Harvey Weinstein College. <laughs> <laughs> Spit out my drink,
0: dude. <laughs> Good fucking shit. quality shit. So
3: the lift lived like in uh like behind the bombs, like in this little like nook area. So you had to bring it out from the yeah. bombs onto the stage. So you had to bring it up a ramp in order to get off the stage. You had to bring it down a ramp. Now when you're pulling it up onto the stage, obviously you need to give it a little bit of force. You need to get over the hump, whatever. When you're going down the ramp, you don't need to push it. <laughs> Because it will just fucking roll, right? Because gravity. Because gravity. So I'm on the bad end of this. And he fucking full force shoves this fucking lift down the ramp. And the thing runs over my foot. I had to go to the fucking hospital that night. I had to get my foot fucking wrapped up. It was like slightly broken. I had gotten lucky where it landed that somehow... Yeah. I could still walk
1: yeah those things are not like-, like
3: yeah I could have been fucking out of the show and I also had to pay my fucking medical bills from that shit yeah fuck. it was
0: dumb he was this exact Harvey Weinstein <laughs> <laughs> I think he was doing like the last bit of like like at the, like the last loadout of a big show like we're talking like big headliner show um, on the the range of like Earth wind and fire oh damn. type band. yeah like big big level big level show. And um, actually, you know what? I want to say it was um, Uncle, Cr- not Uncle Cracker.
2: No, it was fucking. Um, <laughs> God damn it! Uh, oh fuck!
0: Maybe it was Third Eye Blind. No, was it Weird? Weird Al? Was he on that one? It was. Yeah, it was one of those. It was one of those shows. So anyway, he's got this huge thing that takes like three to four people to move safely, yep. and he's doing it by himself. And he of hits course. the little ramp that goes to the, um, goes through the trailer for this fucking thing from the stage to there. And and underneath there is maybe a 10-foot drop of nothing. <gasps> All right. Hits it going hard. The fucking rack piece flips over on its side onto the thing. Luckily, it didn't fall back and crush him. And then the... Or maybe it would have been impossible. positive. I'm <laughs> um, sorry. <laughs> and uh, the little ramp that goes in between the stage, of the loadout area, and the truck fell down, oh. made like the most crazy sound. And then he just like... Spider-Man himself between the fucking edge of the stage and the and the end of the oh truck. My oh
3: my god.
0: And, and then it took more people to get his ass up than it would have taken to fucking move the thing to begin with. Oh my with. god. <laughs> and Jesus. everybody had to stop what they're doing, and I'll just and basically just go over help him up. And then I don't think there was a single person there who wasn't thinking in their mind like asshole. Uh, asshole. asshole. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Also, um, going on your foot story. Yeah. Matt, my first day of high school, my mom actually ran over my foot with a car. Oh, shit. shit. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, I was like, she was dropping me off at school, and I'm all nervous and stuff, and I'm trying to look cool, and I'm uh, not doing very very good well, at it. Well, you failed. <laughs> 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 not doing a great job at it, but at the same time, I'm, uh, I am uh, I, grabbed my bag out of the end, and my mom's like, oh, do you have everything you're going to need? I'm like, yeah, mom, I got everything I need. So I'm like, opening up the back door, and as I'm opening up the back door, she's just like, she got flustered because she knew I wanted her to leave immediately, and she ran over my foot. Oh, my <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> with that, we do need to take a 30 seconds with Tyler.
3: Yes.
2: and gentlemen welcome to another segment of 30 seconds with tyler for those of you not in the know our very own sea shanty professional tyler cleary will be discussing any fact or topic he wants the only difference is he has 30 seconds to do it tyler Mm -hmm.
4: how you feeling today i'm feeling pretty good dog how about you well tyler i'm great (laughs) um
2: I just know that if you're not prepared, Preston will figuratively and literally rip you a new asshole.
0: Preston wasn't ready for a game show.
4: I'm expecting it.
0: Tyler,
2: are you ready?
4: Yeah. Well, your 30 seconds starts now. Okay, so I'm going to talk about the cobra effect event that happened during the British colonial time in Delhi in India. The officials of the government were worried about the number of cobras in the city. (laughs) To solve the problem, they came up with the idea of money for dead cobras. Soon, people found out that they could earn more money than the cost of raising the cobras so people start breeding the cobras for the money once people found out well once the government found out that they canceled the idea i fucked that up
3: no, <laughs> I'm, keep
0: fucking like, right no. go damn it keep going keep uh, going <laughs> uh,
3: oh tyler no you were on fire oh you were so you good. were flying too high <laughs> oh
1: man
0: i want out of the goodness of my heart i want oh, him to go again no. nope so oh, good. but we can't. You pulled
2: an Icarus, so man. You flew it's too close, close to the, the sun. sun. Oh, you And I'm
0: so intrigued by what this is. I was. You were <laughs> you so- You talked about cobras. You were nailing <laughs> it. You were on
4: the right track, oh. man.
3: I was with you, dude. Oh, I was with Once you. Once I stumbled
4: on my words, I, I fell down,
1: man. The
0: fact You're... that you even brought up a topic that has to do with cobras while Preston was here, that was just like genius. It was but a I plus. Feel... That was I was great. with you
1: from the beginning, but now i you suck i'm sorry <laughs>
0: i'm uh, expecting
4: okay. zeros across the board
0: all right <laughs> uh, well i don't know if we're gonna go that far but um no, so no, it is no. customary that we allow our guests to judge tyler yep. first on a scale of zero to ten what would you give him preston oh my god
1: it's i'm, I'm so conflicted because he tried so hard he also failed so hard and then admitted That's that powerful. he failed so hard and then we all reamed him for failing so hard. <laughs> so I'll give him a four.
0: Very emotional. It's yeah. good radio.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'll give him a four. I'll give him a four all out of right. ten. That's, not, that's yeah. not bad. Yeah, the four all right. was all for effort. Well, and one for Cobra, so five. He gets a five. Oh, okay, all right. Yeah, just man, for I saying know. Cobra. God damn it. <laughs> the word Cobra.
2: Um, Primo, what would you give him? God, dude, you were on the way to like a nine at the least. At the oh. least. You were, you, were, you were there, man, and then like a young boy getting his first boner you just you pop too soon man (laughs) Uh, (laughs) so because I love the number I'm gonna go with a five as well
3: absolutely not
0: (laughs) okay Matt what are you gonna get? this
3: fucker gets a three I was so engaged I was not doing a single other thing I was with you the whole fucking way and then you fucking failed me your disappointment (laughs) what he took no medication today for you for you (laughs) Actually, I did take medication today, and I'm doing great. And you still made me feel like shit. Fuck you. Why are you, doing,
0: why are you doing <laughs> the Bernie Sanders arms over the hangout? Because this is a very important topic. I want Medicare for you. 99% of the time, I take my medication. I feel terrible 100% of the time.
2: I am again asking you to sign up for my OnlyFans.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Tyler. You get a three. All
0: right. Well, dog. Uh... Comes down to me, and like always, luckily I always go after Matt because I know he's gonna make you feel the worst. <laughs> um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a five as well. So that gives you a grand total of eighteen out of a possible forty, which means <laughs> uh, not great. I'll
4: take it.
2: I'll own that. I'll own it's that. Not great. I'm gonna jump right into one that I know my fellow Nancy's understand, and I know Roy knows. From, Harvey Weinstein. Um, <laughs> the oh, Harvey Weinstein. The people who don't do shit during a loadout, <laughs> like, oh. and they—they're they're the people that
3: bitch that it's taking oh. so fucking long. Oh my like, god! Hey.
1: <laughs> yeah. uh, maybe if you helped, asshole.
3: Yeah. I have a, like a little story from Colegio, uh, uh-huh. where <laughs> I can't recall exactly who it was, but I have three people in mind that I think it was. We were loading out a show we had just <laughs> finished. Uh, So it was Strike. And this person literally wore a dark hoodie Uh and put the hood up. And hid in a corner, like behind the staircase where we were loading the set out and hid there yep. for three fucking hours straight. Yep. And not a single fucking person found them, asked them to help. This person literally got out of it by wearing a fucking black hoodie and just h- hiding under a staircase.
1: And standing in a shadow. Standing in a yeah, shadow. Yeah, I remember that. I know exactly
3: what you're talking about. I can't remember who it was. It's really going to bother me.
1: It was like, wasn't it? I think it was like two or three people. Yeah,
3: I think I remember. It was one person at first, but like a couple oh, other people joined. I'm it like, oh. was Bobby Hall. And Celine, yeah. I think. <laughs> yep, for sure, those two. I'm pretty positive it was those two. I remember people. both of them.
0: And Celine is going to be on the show. Hell yeah. Yeah. yeah!
2: Bring this up, right? Do you remember when we were loading out oh, um, Earth, Wind, and Fire, and you and I like almost think, like
0: <laughs> Ah! I know exactly who you're going to talk about, and I want to destroy him.
2: We've loaded up those two fucking trucks in the rain yeah like it was it was roy myself and like 10 other guys that we were loading these two trailers in the downpour rain and we had for to Earth go in fire for, yeah we had to go back onto the stage we're like okay so yeah. by the time we get up there we're almost done the right. guys on the stage hadn't done shit so the third no. truck still had to be loaded and all the guys are standing there like leaning up against the fence and we're just like what the fuck? <laughs>
0: Why? Yeah, 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 yeah. Why? And it's it's it's, I don't know. it's it's
2: it's it's a young guy who's a fucking asshole, and a guy who's been there a super long time that just feel like they don't have to do. I anything. I always fuck Jeez. up the one guy's uh, name,
4: Harvey Weinstein.
3: Oh really? <laughs> fuck that guy, man. Oh yes. shit.
2: Yes, dude. We would always be like, "What are you gonna fucking
3: help?" And he's like, "Well, I don't have to do that." Oh my god, what? no! This
0: has got to be the episode yeah. with the most Weinsteins. Harvey Weinsteins. Oh ever. my god, there be so
3: many Harvey Weinstein's. <laughs> Have fun, buddy. Uh,
0: yeah, yeah. I remember that guy. Um, cause he 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 thinks he's so intelligent. <laughs> he's so wrong. Yeah. He's so no, wrong th- to think that. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's one of the one of the dumbest people I've ever met. To be totally honest with you, and uh, I know it's okay to say that. Because of the Harvey, Harvey Weinstein, yeah,
1: yeah,
2: yeah, and we could say anything about him. My favorite was always Tony's reactions to him. Oh my god, yeah, just like,
4: right. well, just like, fuck you, Harvey Weinstein, <laughs>
0: fuck right. you, Harvey, yeah, 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 or just fuck off, man, <laughs> just fuck
2: off, fuck off. Oh, but it just like fires me up because it's like those guys were the ones who were like, yeah, but if we stay later, we get paid more. I'm like, I want to go home.
0: I'm yeah. soaked. Oh, my God. Like, yeah. I don't Yeah, make- it's fucking Jeez. rain. So, Earth, & Fire tours with five trucks. So, what they decided to do during the loadout, because it was raining, remember this later in the story, because it was raining, they decided is- that we were going to load all five trucks at once. Like, scattered in weird locations around the venue that make no sense to have a loadout. Yeah. So, like, we had to, like, go up these weird hills and, like, weird, like, fucking, like, you can't you can't fit, like, a stroller through that. How am I going to fit this, you know, huge road case? <laughs> we
2: loaded two in a parking lot. <laughs> yeah, it was the weirdest
0: thing ever, and it was, like, in the pouring rain. So, like, their whole mentality was just, like, oh, if we do all of them at once, we'll get it done quicker, and we won't have to be in the rain. But the thing is, is that the main loading area is out of the rain. <laughs> so, <laughs> so like yeah so That's I don't like... understand that exactly but um oh. I do understand trying to get out quicker Yeah definitely Uh with that uh we do need to take another message break
2: Hey there friends In lieu of paid sponsorships, Roy, Matt, and I have decided to dedicate our message breaks to important companies and causes in the western New York area. Today, I am dedicating this message break to the Irish Classical Theatre Company of Buffalo, New York. Like all the theatre companies in Buffalo, Irish Classical has had to sadly cancel the remainder of their 2019-2020 season. I have had the honor of working with Irish Classical in the past, and I am very excited to be collaborating with this pillar of the Buffalo Theatre community again this upcoming season. The Irish Classical Theatre Company was founded in 1990 by Dublin-born brothers Vincent and Chris O'Neill. Since its inception, the Irish Classical Theatre Company has been a pioneer in the area of culture and educational outreach to enrich the community it serves. ICTC is a proud member of the Theatre Alliance of Buffalo, representing Buffalo's 19 professional theatres. Now entering its 26th anniversary season, ICTC continues to celebrate its strong Irish roots through its choice of repertoire and by bringing special guest directors playwrights and actors to the niagara frontier to work and to be honored if you would like to donate to the irish classical theater head to their website www.irishclassical.com slash donate to keep up with online programming and announcements please follow ictc at www.facebook.com slash irish and on instagram at at irish classical if you choose to donate, please know it means the world to not only us here at the Negative Nancys, but it means far more to the wonderful team at the Irish Classical Theater. And now, back to the pod. Slanja.
3: And we're back. So, Mr. Williams, um, so I'm just wondering if there's ever it's- a time that you had to be the guy that everyone considered an asshole, but really you're just being a kind backstage person where you had to be like, shut the fuck up, everybody. Or like stop people from what they were doing backstage because it was interrupting the production.
1: Yes, sort of. The first thing that springs to mind was during a uh, a touring children's theater, um, so we had to do. Hmm, I
2: wonder. Uh,
1: yeah, which one was it? I don't know. Um, I was I was Harvey story. Weinstein's touring children's theater uh, was. Uh, let's see. So it was like we did a collection of like eight stories each time. Um, so we had one where uh, it was. The, the story was based off of the book, uh, Jack the Tripper, um, which is like this is hysterical oh little God, yeah. children's book, which is about this guy tripping people. And he's like, he's struck again, Jack the Tripper. And of course, based off of Jack the, the Ripper, murderer? the dude who murdered prostitutes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I wish that was the title of a book, Jack the Ripper, the dude that murdered prostitutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Subtitle. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure we'll have children's books about coronavirus uh, in, like, 10 years. (laughs) At Um, at least, like, fun
0: rhymes you can sing while jumping rope.
1: (laughs) Yeah, oh, exactly, exactly. So we had an actor accidentally say Jack the Stripper on stage during a children's theater. (laughs) Already bad, but but clearly an accident. Really, really funny. So almost the entire troupe is, like, laughing. And they're, like, laughing. And at one point, we're all starting to move our little set to move to the next thing. And I had to just sort of be like, guys stop like shut shut the hell up we are trying
0: it was getting to the point
1: where it's to the detriment of the show yes right uh and yeah so it's like guys shut the hell up and everyone just sort of looked at me and like clearly like because it was unexpected and i was whispering this in the middle of a children's theater show to everyone i mean and it was we were in a a venue where that i could get away with that but i was just like guys we have to do a show and i was basically shut the fuck up uh, but I don't think I said the F word on stage in a children's theater. I hope I didn't. Um, <laughs> but whatever I said, it was shocking enough where everybody was sort of like, "Oh, right. shit!" And then they like after the show, they were like, "That wasn't cool." I was what like, "What do you mean? What do you mean that wasn't cool? You weren't doing your job." And they were like, "Oh." <laughs> and this was also like oh. my second year doing this, so I was already sort of one of the ones that was like supposed to be leading yeah. the group. Yeah, um, that was my position. So it was like this—that was my job to do that is basically what i explained and they were like okay but i was like yeah so fucking think about what you're doing yeah. on stage. oh my god this
3: um this reminds <laughs> me because i was also on a uh very similar children's theater tour um and mm-hmm. very similar, we huh? had a tricky cast member where they thought mm-hmm. it was cute that they didn't know their lines
1: who was that oh um uh harvey weinstein harvey weinstein uh, ah! <laughs>
3: so (laughs) so this motherfucker we like would finish we finish a show and we came off stage he's like "Ah, i don't know that story at all Ah." and i literally like turned to him and i'm just like well maybe you learned your fucking lines this would actually be enjoyable and the kids would actually like it you know like getting doing your fucking job like you're getting paid fucking weekly to do this to learn your goddamn lines yeah oh Oh, my god Oh, I wanted fuck to that. fucking kill him every single time.
2: Wait, it's like he sucks at multiple facets of Oh my god! Life. It's just, it's yeah. not cute.
1: Dude, that same children's theater that is similar to the one that you worked at. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we had a story uh, and it, it rhymed. The whole thing rhymed. It was oh based god. off of Dr. Seuss's freaking, um, I can't remember which the, one it uh, was sneetches? right now. S- sneetches. Yeah. Sneeches. Um, the whole thing fucking rhymes and none of the other troop members knew their lines to the point where i stepped forward because this was my second year again um and we had had a train wreck the first year so i was prepared but i stepped <laughs> forward and told the entire poem and just let them act everything out and it was it was oh, so in the van ride back i was driving i felt like a mom i was just dude like, so we're going to look at our lines right and everyone's like yes <laughs>
3: <laughs> There's a story that a person got to pick out the story that they were the lead in. And the story was Stella Luna Um, mm-hmm. and some kid, because we did like we do uh, shows where the kids get to select. Don't
2: you tell me that someone tarnished that story.
3: A kid came in, said he was going to pick Stella Luna. And then someone who's really fucking dumb in our troop picked that person. Among all these kids, and we were literally, like, before the show started, like, don't pick this kid. Like, we don't know Stella Luna, blah, blah, blah. Except for me and this other cast member uh, who is really on top of their shit. Um, yeah. So this dumbass picks that kid. We have to do of the course. show. And I'm like, well, okay. So me and this other kid literally told the entire fucking story of Stella Luna. Um, And the person who was playing Stella Luna didn't fucking know a single one of their lines
1: oh my god <laughs> you oh my god
0: picked yourself
3: to be this part yeah. and you didn't fucking know your shit
1: <laughs> oh my on. god it's only
0: a joke so far yeah. i need preston to give us some whale facts so <laughs>
1: preston i've got some prepared all right so okay hard. so i've got i've got a couple I've got a couple okay here we go here we go <clears throat> these are Never Before Heard. Actually, two of them were posted before, but whatever. Fuck you guys. Uh, Mostly Never Before Heard. Probably Tyler. Yeah, fuck you, Tyler. Yeah, Jesus Um, Christ. Whales Hate Tyler. That's the first one. Um, (laughs) I just asked him every single one. That's a really good one. Okay, I have... Here we go. Whale Facts. Theater-specific. First one is... A whale would never give another actor a note. Ooh. <laughs> that's it. That's the whole a thing. A whale would it's never do thing. that. A whale yeah, would never were. fucking do that because it's not their fucking place. You know, that's not, not their, their job. job.
0: Man. They're the whale. Their job
1: is to, you know, be a whale, <laughs> act the whale. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> uh, these next two were already posted and did quite well, I might add. <laughs> Sorry. Um, <laughs> Despite having beautiful singing voices, not a single whale has ever been considered for a lead in a Broadway musical. God damn it. <laughs> Fucking Just reprehensible. Rude. rude. Although they are natural born dancers, many whales cannot afford dance classes to further their art. Tragedy. That's Just true. Tragedy. That's yeah, tragic. It's true. Tragic. Okay. If you hire a whale as your lighting designer, be prepared for a show that's completely in the dark.
0: <laughs> <laughs> at, at deep depths. Yes, yes. <laughs>
3: yes. Follow Preston, and underwater. Follow Preston Williams at a whale fact on Twitter. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Do that.
1: Uh, thank you. Uh, the whales always find their light, as long as that light is sunlight or moonlight, because that's pretty much impossible to miss. In <laughs> <laughs> uh, this one, uh, there's a bar downtown called Matinee, where we all, as actors, go afterwards. Uh, so it'll plug Buffalo Downtown Matinee. Go there. We it's plug great.
0: them all the time. Don't no, feel bad. Hell yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. They're like almost as much as Wegmans.
1: Oh, Beautiful. <laughs> beautiful. <laughs> A whale walks into matinee on a Saturday night and says, Oh, I'm sorry. I thought the sign said manatee. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Thank
0: you. 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 Was that your closing (laughs) whale fact? Or you have more for us?
1: I got two more. Two more. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Two more. All right. There are very few whales working as professional actors, in part because most whales struggle to take a note. <laughs> another pet peeve of mine that we didn't quite get to, but that's okay. Uh, <laughs> and the last one, which I think I'm probably going to tweet like tomorrow, is whales are very rarely miked on stage because they can be heard from miles away. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, that's a fact. Thank you, thank you. That is it. Those, are, those have been my
0: facts. <laughs> we're just going to take another, um, another break, and then we're going to come back with my question and Matthew's also moment. Hey everyone, in lieu of promoting paid sponsors for our debut podcasts, we've decided to donate our message breaks to support the Buffalo New York theater community. Primo, Matt and myself will choose a company we truly love each week that has really been affected heavily by the COVID-19 pandemic. This one goes out to the fine people of the New Phoenix Theater of Johnson Park. It would be an even deeper catastrophe if this beacon of artistic light were to never open their doors again. I just finished sound designing a two-man show there called Kiss of the Spider Woman in celebration of their 25th season as an independent theater. Directed by the incredible Victoria Perez, stage managed by the great Mike Dobin and starring brilliant actors Rolando Martin Gomez and Rick Latimer. This show is one of my favorite shows I've ever worked on and I do upwards of 20 shows a year all over Buffalo. The New Phoenix Theater is owned and operated by my dear friend Richard Lambert. I can't tell you how much I love this man for his vision and beautiful personality. He may be the most graceful and successful risk taker I've ever worked with. I'm so honored to know this wonderful man and even more so to call him my friend. If you would like to send love and support to the New Phoenix Theater of Buffalo, New York, online donations can be easily sent via the Donation Now button at newphoenixtheater.org. That's N-E-W-P-H-O. O E N I X T H E A T R E dot Mail in donations can be sent to 95 Johnson Park, Buffalo, New York, 14201. And you can place over the phone donations by dialing 716 853 1334. To those of you who choose to help, thank you from the bottom of my heart. I deeply appreciate it. Now, on with the show. And we're back with Preston Williams. Remember to follow him on Twitter at A Whale Fact. Mm -hmm. All right. My question today is, Willie Nelson, Bob Marley, Seth Rogen. You got to fuck one. You got to marry one. You got to kill one. And why? And the reason I ask this question is because I all know that we have something that's similar to all three of them.
1: I got it. All right. Okay, Preston. I'm going to... I'm going to marry Bob Marley because mm. I feel like he would just be a really good life partner.
0: Yeah, well, he's dead, but And yeah. like, I feel like we have a lot he's of He's the only I one mean. that's actually dead <laughs> out of the three. Okay, if we're
1: doing that, then I'd kill Bob Marley because he's already dead.
0: <laughs> <laughs> to not mess up the butterfly effect. Yeah.
1: yeah I've got to do it. I have to go back in time and kill Bob Marley. It's your duty. Um, <laughs> duty. Okay, okay, okay. So again, marry Bob Marley, but alive. Uh, <laughs> alive Bob Marley. Um, I fuck Seth Rogen because I think it'd be funny. Um, and then <laughs> and I kill Willie Nelson because he was like the oldest and the closest to death already. That was nice. my that was my thinking before you so rudely pointed out that my husband was already dead. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Marrying a dead guy. Uh, um, anyone else? Who has um, the next one? I- I'll,
2: I'm actually going to go with the same lineup as Preston, but for different reasons. I'm going nice. to marry Bob Marley because I want to be lulled to sleep by him every night. Oh, yes. <laughs> i I was gonna kill Seth Meyer Seth um Seth Myers, Seth but I'm Rogan. not. Uh, Seth, Brogan, Seth sorry. Rogan, sorry. But yeah, because of his laugh. I was gonna kill him because of his laugh. But <laughs> I'm gonna kill <laughs> Willie Nelson because I honestly feel like he just smells like Woodstock.
0: Oh that's a good point. <laughs> and that, that would he just be like a Woodstock, deal breaker Like, for like for the me. original Woodstock.
2: Yeah, like, like, like the point. original <laughs> Woodstock. All those gross, <laughs> sweaty bodies. Oh, oh Jesus uh,
3: <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, I'm uh, I'm pretty turned off. My lineup's the same. I'm not gonna get. I don't need to deviate from the the trend right now. Honestly, <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> mine was different, but now it's it's the right? same. We've convinced you. <laughs> specifically. That's exactly what got you. me. Like I can't turn back on yeah. that. You're welcome. Can't can't do the smell. Just like those fuckers welcome.
3: backstage. That need to bathe.
0: Tyler, would you like to substitute one of the names with Rick James? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Sure. Which one? Who, who right. do you want uh, to substitute? No, no, he doesn't get oh, to pick.
0: Get to we, pick. Get, we get to pick collectively, yeah. Um, so subtract Seth Myers. Seth Rogen. God fucker. damn it. All right. I Jesus. wrote Myers. We
1: already subtracted Seth Myers when they wrote that fucking question.
0: Um, <laughs> let's substitute um, Seth. Yeah, let, with Seth Rogen with, with Rick with James.
4: Ryan. Go, Tyler. <laughs> All right. So. I guess <laughs> I'll kill Willie Nelson because of the same reasons as previously. Did. Um. <laughs> okay. Well, Pretty wait. There were two reasons. Days, because of the age of the smell. Ooh. Both. That's
0: well, not, that, both, yeah. They're
1: sort of related. Yeah. yeah.
4: They correlate. Uh. Then I guess I'll. Fuck Bob Marley, Ooh, yeah. and right. then I'll marry Rick James. I knew you uh, would say that. Idea. I
0: knew you would say that. That's the only reason I gave you the you choice. Not to
4: be so, so you fucking baited predictable. Me. Yeah,
0: dude. exactly. What Cocaine's
2: he did. a hell of a drug,
0: and you'd have a hell of a time <laughs> on an island together. It's time for Matthew's wholesome moment. Weird. Here's a theme.
2: Oh, Preston, you ready? For Rainbows,
0: cold beer, fireflies,
3: a hard day's work.
0: Your first kiss.
3: A firm handshake.
1: Fresh flowers.
3: Gasoline. (laughs) Miracles. Monster truck rallies. Butterflies. Matthew's
0: wholesome moment.
3: (laughs) Welcome back to Matthew's wholesome moment. (laughs)
4: <laughs> this week He always sounds so sad when he enters. I,
0: I love when he brings us out of it Cause he's it's just like that late night Like radio oh, yeah. show like Welcome back to uh, Matthew's host I'm trying moment. to fuck them in their ears slowly <laughs> Oh
1: yeah I was like why is the wholesome moment So fucking sexy
3: <laughs> Anyway this week the question is um, Can you recall a time Where backstage you were helped Or you helped someone because something Disastrous happened on stage or during the production
0: yeah, like every day. <laughs> yeah, absolutely,
1: absolutely. Recently, yeah,
0: recently. Uh, I know that you yeah, particular the best one. I guess the best, the best one.
1: Yeah, I had a moment on stage. It was really simple, but it was one of the funniest things that's happened to me in a long time. Uh, it was during Big Fish at Second Gen mm-hmm. recently. Um, it's a positive story, so we don't even have to Harvey Weinstein this thing. Uh, <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs>
0: a verb now yeah yeah
1: actually i have two different things from this from this one from this one thing but one is more related and one i'm gonna tell anyway uh (laughs) the first one is uh victoria perez was was sort of clacking her fan she had this big beautiful fan uh she played the like main witch uh at this one part in a swamp it's like supposed to be really mysterious and powerful and awesome and it was every time she's a fucking boss Mm -hmm. uh so she clacks the fan and accidentally drops it, uh, to the ground, and which was like just like sort of, it's happened a few times in rehearsal, and it was always like, I mean, it just it just sucks, like it sort of takes the power out of the moment, you know. Yeah. Um, she did that and dropped it, but inst- didn't break character at all. And I'm standing like probably five feet away from her on stage, and I'm playing this this kid uh, named Shit, I can't remember the name. Anyway, I played a kid. Um, and, and basically, we stumbled into this swamp. And so we're, like, wide-eyed, like, oh, my goodness, there's a witch. Like, what is she going to do? Is she, she going to kill us? She's going to tell us our future? Like, what's going to happen? And she drops this fan and then just looks at me and just sort of flicks her eyes down real quick, but looks at me with disgust. And I just, like, fall to my knees and grab the fan and, like, offer it to her. Like, I'm, like, <laughs> praising her. Because it was just, like, but it was all on her. Like, she she completely with one look, told me exactly what she needed me to do to fix the moment. And I was there and I was like, and so that's like one of my favorite fucking awesome, moments man. is when actors are clearly, yeah. but it just worked out so well and the directors were there and the people like, uh, I think Kelly Cops was in the audience and possibly Aaron Danny's as well. And they were just like SGT. busting out laughing because they knew that wasn't supposed to happen. Actually, the director may have even been there, Michael mm-hmm. Uh All fabulous, wonderful people. Go but gorgeous. like, it was just, it was just such a, a collaborative moment where like, she sort of helped me help her in such a brilliant, all-in-character way, and I'll never forget it. It was such a good experience. Yeah, man.
2: I'm just gonna be like broad and say like between the th- between the three of us, Matt, Roy, and myself, um, when we work at school, uh, I- we always tell the kids we are um problem solvers first and foremost. Yep. And I feel like between the three of us, that's what we do <laughs> is just like put out fires. Yeah.
3: Oh, so, constantly.
2: I would say Matt and fire Roy fire. are just my, my
3: general like for fire me, putter outers. When we have to move a set two and a half feet back.
2: In a day. In a
3: t- couple hours. Because I still can't fuck believe Dennis. Because fuck Dennis.
0: Fuck that guy, man. Dennis, for those of you who haven't heard the episode where we mentioned Dennis, um, Dennis is the code name for a, a person we work with that we fucking, fucking <laughs> hate worse than Voldemort. <laughs>
3: Exactly. Like he's worse than everyone that we had to use Harvey Weinstein over today. (laughs) Yeah. Like if
0: we could replace Harvey Weinstein with his actual actual name, name, we would. Yeah,
1: Like if you were telling a personal story that you didn't want to tell about Harvey Weinstein, this would be the name you'd put over Harvey Weinstein. (laughs) Another person
0: with pending title nines. Yeah. The guy's a piece of shit. He's a
1: title nine breaker. Oh my God.
3: Hardcore. I have a, uh, I have a story that's, uh, I'll condense. Um, I was recently in a production of West Side Story and uh, during the rumble scene, I was playing riff and an accident happened during choreography where I got an actual knife slice right above my elbow, um, <laughs> which to this day is one of my favorite stories. But either way, like I uh, <laughs> we got to a point where we like reset the choreography and I looked over at my arm and I just saw how bright red it was. and I saw my blood was all over the stage and I look at my partner. And I like, I'm like, okay, we're going to keep going. I gave him like all the signals. Don't worry about me. We're fine. We finished out the choreography as is. I died on the floor. I go backstage fucking the production manager, the, um, the stage manager backstage. Like everyone was on me so fast and like everyone's response was so quick that I had never felt so cared for in my life. Like I walk backstage, <laughs> the cast was like, holy fucking shit. It looks like a fucking murder just took place because um, also like my favorite is which it uh,
1: did in the show oh my, my god, god. <laughs> dude
3: my favorite is that uh, Ricky Needham he had a bloody handprint on his back that got like dragged down a bit and like the whole front of yeah. his uh, body was wearing a light tan jacket was just covered in my blood and he just like was looking at himself like yeah. holy shit but either way um, I came backstage I literally was like I'm fine I just need everyone to get out of the way I need alcohol right fucking now I got it instantly they sent me to the hospital no questions they were just like we're gonna take care of you and it was just fucking incredible how everyone was on that yeah um-
0: that was the same night that Jeremy yeah. at uh, um for in Tis Pity at Irish got punched in the face like well he got hit in the face for real yeah. but it was like totally accidental and um I'm pretty sure the guy that stabbed you <laughs> the son the son of the guy that punched <laughs> Jeremy yep. it was, with, uh, it was Rolando, Rolando Gomez but both of those guys are just super cool shout they're out hysterical. to
3: those fucking beautiful people oh they're
1: amazing I love them both yeah Alejandro and Rolando absolutely some of my favorite people
0: that's just not their nightmare no it wasn't
1: yeah I mean yeah yeah. And just complete. incredible incredible coincidence. yes but if i had to be um, stabbed by anyone i was I, glad it
3: was him he was fucking amazing so, yeah I, right
1: right what a, i would love to be
0: stabbed by all <laughs>
3: <laughs> kind of like a uh badge of honor
1: you feel
0: so legit yeah yeah i have one story um on this that uh, that comes to mind like i, I have a, a few of them do come to mind but this one specifically just um because primo brought up the whole problem solving yeah. thing so i was i designed sound for a show uh it's called um butterflies are free i don't know if you guys have ever heard of that no. show I don't think so. It was a Broadway musical, and then it was a movie. The lights come up, and the main character is uh, blind. And uh, he's sitting on his couch, and he's got a phone in front of him. So if anybody's ever seen a show that I've done the sound design for, they know that I one of my key little traits that I do is I hide speakers in weird spots where nobody would ever see them to... To to, oh, okay. to make it more localized, so when you're sitting there um, and you're watching the show and you hear a sound, your your eyes are drawn to where the sound is, and you're looking at a specific spot on the stage rather than hearing it coming from like the main speakers. Because I find that is cliché.
1: Takes you out of it sometimes, right? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, so I like to hide stuff. So I have some speakers hidden around the stage. And uh, for like different things like, uh, like stupid like bathroom sounds and like hallway sounds and uh, the next door apartment to the apartment that the stage is set in. But one thing that I was able to find for the show, because I'm also a Foley artist, is a phone that if you push the button that you run a line to, when you hit the button, which has a battery, it rings the phone. then the person can pick it up. So that's an ASM job. We make that very clear, right, to begin with. He's like, oh, anytime the phone rings, that's your job. When they were cleaning the stage the night prior, they had cut the line that goes to the button. Oh. Lights come up, phone is supposed to ring. Phone's not ringing. It took me, like, a split second to know, because the ASM on that show was great, too, so kudos to her. Mm -hmm. Um, And I, for a second, I was just like, oh, shit, she didn't hit it, and then immediately went to it's not working, I have to figure out something else because the show can't even start without that.
1: Yeah, yeah. Also, fuck you, Tyler. Also,
0: Tyler, (laughs) god damn. It's been a while. (laughs) So I pull up a sound effect that I had used previously in a different show, loaded it into QLab immediately, routed it to the speaker, and then within seconds, it it went to the speaker that was closest to where he was, and then the show could go on. That's awesome. It was me just like, immediately just being like there it is putting it on there and then no one else in the the, the area like understood exactly like what goes into that yeah. so i was just like a like secret hero Tech. to myself fucking
1: silent badass hero yeah. nobody knew how i did yeah. <laughs> roy
3: the fuck up fixer the
1: fuck yeah. up fixer
0: <laughs> That's what the kids call me. Legitimately. Right. So does anyone have another story? Tyler, maybe?
4: I'm not backstage. Yeah, I don't really often. care about like, his story. Yeah, we all. wouldn't no, care fucking... It's okay. Exactly. Exactly.
0: <laughs> Final <laughs> thoughts from our guest?
3: Just be respectful. <sighs> from our guest, Primo. Yeah. I'm always Primo can be a guest
1: if he wants. <laughs> I like Primo. Uh... <laughs> Just not Tyler. <laughs> It's just not Tyler. Fuck Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Final thoughts. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Presto Vision at a whale fact and fuck Tyler. That's
0: it. <laughs> 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 you should make a Twitter called fuck, fuck Tyler.
1: Tyler. Fuck Tyler. Yeah. Follow me at, at fuck Tyler. <laughs> Coming
0: soon
3: to Twitter near
1: you. <laughs> yeah, oh, I'll make man. it right after this. I'll tweet once. I'll never do it again <laughs> to make it go viral.
0: <laughs> we remind you to... To be positive backstage to the other people you're working with. Be courteous of what they need to do in order to get the show going on. And also in normal life. Just fucking do that. Don't be a dick. You take a shower. And wash your fucking hands. And wash hands. your right fucking take hands. Take a shower. Stay inside your house. It's <laughs> a nightmare outside.
3: This episode is brought to you in support of local theater companies from Buffalo, New York. For more complaining, visit negativenancyspod.com. And follow along on Instagram at pod and Facebook at negative nancy's podcast if you'd like to send us love letters you can reach us at hate mail at negative nancy's pod.com let's bitch with the negative nancy's is available on iHeartRadio, radio apple podcasts spotify or wherever you get your podcasts
2: also, Preston, the only person you don't know is Tyler. Say hi, Tyler. Oh,
0: Tyler. Introduce-
4: hi, Ty- I, mean, I just said hi, Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> hi, <laughs> Tyler.
0: hi, Preston.
3: <laughs> what a dumb bitch.
0: Oh, I put that at Tyler. the end of the episode as a bonus. <laughs>